This is Steel City Business, the Sheffield Business Podcast. Welcome to Steel City Business. I'm James Marriott, and today we are talking podcasting. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Mark Asquith, who is the CEO of Rebel Base Media. Um, Mark, for anyone that doesn't know, just kind of tell us who Rebel Base Media are, what it is that you do. Yeah, how you doing, man? Um, so we are a podcast company. We we really make podcast technology. Uh, that's the main thing that we do, um, and we we, we make a, a range of software really. So everything from a managed WordPress platform, which is was was our main product uh, up until very recently, right through to a podcast hosting, analytics, and marketing platform called Captivate, and a few other educational things that we do. Plus, we've got, as you know, we've got the recording studio in Sheffield uh, as well, the podcast recording studio. So yeah, primarily podcast tech, but all things podcasting really. Uh, uh, is our background, but yeah, tech, tech's what we build, and that's where we make our money. Really, that's that's our product that we sell. Now, obviously, um, we are we are a business podcast, so today we're talking about podcasting, looking at it from a business point of view. And I mean, once upon a time, you know, podcasting was viewed as a bit of a geeky thing that people did in their in their bedroom, and it was all about kind of like um, a, a fan sort of thing, and all very sort of low tech. Um, in terms of podcasting for for businesses and um, brands using podcasting to kind of grow business, um, uh, how how do you kind of see those things fitting together? Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's a funny thing, really, because a lot of people start a podcast. It's like the old like kind of. Um, when we used to have the marketing agency back in the day before we did this, it was it was always there was always someone coming through with like some new shiny idea that they'd had. Like the mate had told them down the pub they should do something. You know, it was blogging. Remember blogging back in 08 when everyone was like, <laughs> Yeah, we want to do blogging because it's like we've been told about it in the pub. Or, you know, our marketing person that's on a retainer and just, you know, doesn't really give us anything except big buzzwords has told us about it. Like, it's, it's kind of, it's a risk that podcasting is kind of another one of those. But I think with, with a lot of work and a lot of persistence and a lot of time and a lot of focus, it's actually one of the most profitable marketing channels that you can have for a business. And I mean, podcasting isn't, you know, it's not actually, it's not actually marketing per se. It started life as an entertainment medium, as a, as a bit of a cottage industry in, in, in regards to just talking about the stuff that you want to talk about. But now obviously it's, you know, businesses are jumping on the bandwagon. It's primarily a media for entertainment and for, for maybe even education. So I think when businesses consider it like that, it just becomes part of a content marketing mix, which, um, it, be, it becomes really clear that businesses really need to think about where it fits into that mix as opposed to just doing what they used to do with blogging, which is, yeah, we're going to do like a blog a week and then after three months just say, well, it's not really paying off. Like that's just not how it works. Um, and podcasting is the same, you know, if you stick to it and really set your stall out to become the expert and, you know, kind of create that arsenal of content where you can you can always refer people to something. Like with my podcast, it's, it's called The Podcast Accelerator. It's about podcast education. So it's very rare that a question comes up and I get asked a question about podcasting that I've not done an episode on. And that's why it becomes such a real expert position tool because you can say, well, look, actually, here's a, here's a legitimate conversation that I've had with someone where we talk about this question that you've asked. So it's that, it really is the positioning that, that people need to be concerned about. So, yeah, that's probably a long-winded answer, but you, you know where I'm coming from. 
Yeah, I mean, kind of picking up on on two or three of those points there, I think that, I mean, I I did a a webinar this morning, which was talking more specifically about the situation that we find ourselves in in now with, you know, lockdown and the coronavirus and kind of how that's slightly changed the, well, it's changed the the world, but also changed the opportunities from a content point of view, because, you know, you've got kind of TV shows that can't make episodes anymore, and you've got people at home more and with more time on their hands and kind of like a, a want and a need for you know content to kind of keep their brains topped up and, and and everything but one of the key points that i tried to get across in that was um about so one of the best things about podcasting is you could start a podcast today you can just do it you could pick up your phone you can start recording you know you can just use the internal mic on your laptop but knowing what you want out of it so knowing what your aim is um right from the start will make the whole thing much easier um and ultimately give you a much better chance of succeeding because I, I mean i guess you must come across quite a few people and i've been the same in terms of people that said well i tried podcasting it, it just I, I didn't really get anything out of it but they they seem to me to be the kind of people that just just start doing it without really knowing what it is that they want out of it yeah it's, it's one of those things like you said back at the beginning it's, it, it is that that risk that someone's told you to do it and you don't know why you're doing it. You're just doing it because you shine a new thing. We've seen it a thousand times. You know, we've seen it with social media. We've seen it with blogging. We've seen it with video. We've seen it with, you know, a thousand different things. SEO was a classic, you know, back in the mid 2000s. Everyone was doing SEO for six months and then not seeing an instant return on it. Um, you know, you, you, it's like you said, you've got to be absolutely clear what this is going to do for you because what it's not going to do is instantly generate you a pile of cash. But what it will do is is hit the goals that you set for it. And, you know, I did an episode on this the other day where, you know, if, if you're a hobbyist podcaster, you can't expect your podcast to perform like a business. And if you're a podcaster whose business is their podcast, then you have to treat it like a business. And if you're a business that wants to introduce a podcast, you've got to understand that that is marketing. So it's understanding that, you know, podcasting has... It's got its role to play, and the goals that you set for that have to be really clearly defined for the role that you expect it to perform. So if you, you know, if you're a, an accountant firm based in Sheffield and you're thinking, right, I'm going to introduce a podcast because my mate Dave down the pub says I'm going to do it, what are you going to talk about? Like, it's, you can't just interview the, this is another interesting, you can't just interview the MD because, you know, being completely frank, like that's all local businesses want to do is interview the MD because the MD still thinks that they're the most important part of the business. It's largely rubbish. And like, no one wants to hear that. You're boring, mate. You know, that is the sad fact of the matter is that most stories that come out of businesses are pretty boring. So what you've got to really figure out is, you know, get through the buzzwords, get through the whole, yeah, we're doing it to add value, get through the whole, we're doing it for PR and get really specific with it. So if you're an accountant in Sheffield and you lose 30% of inquiries, so 30% of the people that inquire with you don't go through to use you, you know, they use someone else or 50% or 70%, whatever that percentage is, figure out why you're losing them and create content that closes off all of the barriers. So as an example, you know, you lose, let's say you lose 10% of your clients as an accountant or 10% of your leads based purely on price. What you need to do is maybe introduce something like a podcast where you can actually say to yourself, right, I'm going to create an episode on five added value benefits of working with XYZ accountancy so that when you actually 
finish that first initial consulting meeting with that potential new client, you can then say, hey, great to meet you. Here's a bit of a follow-up. Oh, by the way, here's a quick episode of my podcast, which you can listen to at your own leisure as you're walking, as you're running, when you're at the gym, whatever. And it's five minutes, but it's going to tell you three things that I can guarantee you that any other accountant will not do for you. So you, it's fitting, that's just one example. It's just fitting it into your, your marketing, your sales funnel. Not just, like I said, let's get the person in the office that knows about quote-unquote IT because they happen to know what a computer looks like. Let's not get them to work on it just because it happens to take place on a computer. So they must be the right person because they know about computers. Let's actually think about this as marketing and let's not just get the MD waxing lyrical about the last 20 years of work. It's just that is, you know, there's no fun in that. There's no education in that. There's no value in that. You can stick that on your website, you know. So you've got to really think about where it fits into the marketing mix. Maybe you use it as a retention tool. You know, maybe you say, well, look, we find that 50% of our clients have got a six-month lifetime value or they've got a two-year lifetime value with us. They've got a 10-year lifetime value. We find that people tend to leave us like agencies, marketing agencies, digital agencies are really um, used to seeing this. You know, every three years, companies change their agency just because they want to change. So if you if you run an agency... Why not start to introduce podcasts that bring your audience closer, your current clients closer in that two to three year mark so that that relationship is solidified really, really heavily? Um, There are so many examples that you can use, but the point is not to just sit down, stick a microphone in front and just say, yeah, we're going to talk about our company because that ain't going to do anything. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so true that in in terms of um, you know I think one of the biggest mistakes people can make is view a, a podcast for a company as basically just being a really long advert because the podcasting space is it's a it's a content led space and, and I don't think that's ever gonna um, ever gonna change. Um, one of the things that that I find quite interesting is you know obviously we find ourselves in this situation you know right right now and um, you know whatever's going on in the the world a lot more people have started podcasting one of the things that, that there seems to have been an increase in is people doing um i'm going to call them internal podcasts so that's maybe podcasts that aren't necessarily designed to be released to the entire world but are very you know specifically aimed at either people that you know work within the same company so it's a way of businesses kind of keeping in touch with um and and, and you know giving out messages to their to their workforce um, and also um from the educational side of uh, of things and and a way for kind of you know educational institutions to kind of communicate with people as well and um, what what kind of things have, have you seen in the last few weeks from from the members that, that you're involved with on your platforms mark yeah i think that's something that obviously uh, with, with everything going on with covid right now as we record this you know that's becoming much more uh, prominent people wanting to get involved in doing internal things to um, to help themselves, to help their, their company feel more cohesive and help themselves stay in touch with each other. Um, and it's, it's an interesting way to do that because that's kind of turning what I just said on its head a little bit. And it's a really nice use case um, when you realize that that is the use case. So what I'm talking about here is like, you know, obviously the internal podcast isn't going to do anything for uh, building your business, but it will be great for internal morale um, or for, for disseminating information in a larger larger organization. So yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, if you have an organization that is fairly well spread out, or if you have an organization that requires a heck of a lot of updates, uh, maybe legislative updates, maybe kind of um, product placed updates, or, um, you know, technical specification updates, anything that requires something fairly frequent, 
it's much easier for, for, for someone to listen to that at their own leisure, you know, when they're walking, when they're running, when they're at the gym, when they're in the car, whatever. Um, and we are seeing a lot of people do that. In fact, as part of the kind of COVID setup, we offered a lot of education establishments, uh, our platform, Captivate, for free to be able to do that, universities, colleges, and so on. And it's, it is a very useful thing to do. And because, like you said, you know, you can throw something together on your phone for this. It doesn't, this doesn't need the production value of, a, of an actual, you know, out in the wild podcast. It can just be the person that needs to tell people something, recording it into their phone without an intro, without an outro, without any kind of uh, production value, and just putting that on an RSS feed that people can then get in their Apple Podcasts app. Um, So we are seeing a heck of a lot of that going on, and I know certainly... um, some of the bigger companies, even locally, and a lot of the education establishments are starting to look at that as a, not just a, let's get out of this COVID situation solution, but a, actually, wow, like, why were we not doing this before? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the other things that's kind of said a lot in, in podcasting circles and has, you know, traditionally been, um, a, a, a bit of a thing within the, the, the podcasting world is, is this thing about kind of finding a, a niche, um, and, and doing something that's quite specific. We find ourselves now in a position where, I mean, there, you know, we're talking about millions of, of podcasts in the world now. Are, are, are there still any gaps in the market? You know, if someone sits down and thinks, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to start a podcast, actually, you know, is every Everything already being done. I think that's that's almost like asking, has everything been invented? And you know, today it's easy to look at that and say, yeah, of course it is, because I can't think of anything else. And then some crazy loon somewhere comes up with something absolutely off the charts, and you think, damn, okay, well played. Um, so I think that you know, the, the the less kind of facetious answer to that is that there are always combinations of things and, and in particular you know you're going to talk to a uh, to an audience that is befitting of your attitude and is befitting of your tone of voice and your brand you know ultimately like you know go back to the accountants example there's always you know a thousand accountants i could change my accountant today but i don't i choose to work with my accountant for three four five different reasons and and that's the niche you know as a, as a worst case scenario let's say that you're a you know you're a knitting podcast in you know in in chester it's like that's a fairly tight niche but even if there are 10 others your personality is going to stand out and you're going to attract the people that like what you do and you're going to you know you're going to repel the people that don't so i think you know there are a number of ways to slice that question you know i, I think there are always gaps there are always combinations that you can add so okay I'm a Sheffield-based business podcast. Well, actually, I'm a Sheffield-based business podcast that only talks to businesses in the first year of trading or the first five to ten years or that only talks to social enterprise. Like, there are so many combinations that you can use to niche down and down and down. Um, But like I said, I think the beauty of podcasting, even beyond video and blogging, is that it really is about your own voice. Like, it's the only genuinely intimate medium that there is because you piped into someone's brain you are quite literally piped in there so the way that your tone of voice is represented and the way that someone responds to that that's the genuine niche you know that's the true niche like you and i could do the very same podcast and 50 percent of people would like you 50 percent of people would like me and it would we could tell the same story but we would deliver it in different ways and and i think that's the power of it so I think there's gaps in in the niches, of course, but I think there's also other ways to niche down that a lot of people don't think about. Okay, and and the other thing that I want to kind of touch on here is, um, you know, if there's someone listening to this that thinks, all right, I'm sold. This sounds this sounds great. I can see that, um, you know, there's there's potential as to how a podcast can work for my business. 
that's the point where I think things can sometimes get a bit overwhelming for someone that they think, right, where on earth do you start? Because podcasting feels like it's got a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of people that, you know, kind of have written guides on the internet to this is how to start a podcast. No, no, this is how to start a podcast. This is the starting point. That's the starting point. What would your advice be to someone that kind of thinks, yeah, I want to do this, but heck, I do not know where to start. Yeah, you see, there's always conflicting advice, but ultimately it just comes down to, you know, having something to say, having some goals associated with it and figuring out a way to record it and distribute it. Um, the last part of it, obviously that's what platforms like Captivate does. You know, any anyone that wants to disseminate out to Apple Podcasts or Spotify needs a platform like Captivate. Um, so obviously being based in Sheffield, we do a lot of that with Sheffield businesses and podcasters. Um, the other stuff is, is very much about finding the right people uh, to listen to. You know, there are so many different ways, again, to cut this up. And it really is about finding the person that you are comfortable learning from. Um, so obviously there are people like yourself that work really directly with people. We've got our podcast, successacademy.com, which has got the free how to launch a podcast course in there. Um, so it depends on what you want from it. If you want someone to handhold you through it, obviously you'd work with someone like yourself and, and really get to know someone. Um, if you're a bit of a self-starter and you want to just kick the tires a little bit, you know, it's something like the free course at podcastsuccessacademy.com that, that will get you started very, very quickly. Um, but it is, it is just like everything. It, it is about finding the right people to learn from. And you, you know, knowledge is knowledge. Anyone can acquire it, but what what you really need to think about is actually the perspectives that you want to learn, um, and the, the the kind of people that you feel a little bit of uh, a little bit of alignment with. That's that's the that's the way to choose working with anyone, you know. All right, and what's the uh, the best way for someone to find out more about you or Rebel Base Media, or, or to get in touch if they want to do that? Uh, the easiest way is just to check me out on Twitter because we can always just chat on Twitter. So I never like to give links out. You know, you can just you can search for Captivate.fm. You can search for Rebel Base Media. Um, but the best way is just at Mr. Asquith on Twitter. Just hit me up with any questions uh, and I'll always be around to answer them. Brilliant. Mark, cheers. Thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. Always good to chat. Find us at SteelCityBusiness.com and subscribe to get our new episodes first.